everyone. Welcome to the Mouse and More podcast. This is Tony, and tonight I am joined by Liza and Adam. How's it going, guys? Hey. Hello. Let me be the first to wish you both uh, happy holidays. Yeah. A Merry happy. Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Winter Solstice. Happy Festivus, Tony. It's a Festivus miracle. <laughs> happy everything, I guess. Uh, Disney wants to remind us that we are halfway to the holidays. Uh, and over the past couple of days, it has been uh, a, a winter wonderland uh, of announcements. We have gotten all sorts of information from our first look at the Santa Clauses, which is the new limited series from Disney Plus starring Tim Allen uh, from the Santa Claus movie series. Uh, we've also gotten a look at some of the holiday foods uh, and some of the merchandise that have come out. But I think the really big news uh, that was released earlier today is Christmas is returning to the parks uh, once again this year and some old favorites return. So, Liza, why don't you uh, tell us what's going on? Yay, I'm excited. This year, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party is returning, and it's not going to be like that, you know, Christmas party light. I think it's going to be like the legit party, so I'm excited about that. They are bringing back the holiday overlays. Space Mountain will be Space Mountain Holiday Run. I think it's going to be a little like 2019. It's going to have the Christmas tunes and the lighting, but um, hey, it's different. I'm excited for it. I would like to write it. Tomorrowland Speedway will turn into Race Through the Holidays. Um, it'll have some special decorations, probably some music, I'm sure. Uh, Monsters Inc. Lab Floor says it's going to have extra Christmas cheer. And the Mad Tea Party will have Christmas lights and Christmas music. And, of course, the Jingle Cruise will be back. The Christmas Party is also going to have, you know, all of the things that it has, with the hot chocolate and the cookies and the parades and the dance parties. They're going to bring back some of those dance parties, which Adam's very excited about. Very excited. Um, so excited to go to the Cosmic Rays dance party. Now, I just want, it doesn't say, I don't know if they can have Sunny Eclipse play Christmas music, but that would be really cool if they could. Um, that would be cool, and it would be different, because I don't think they've done that before. I think Sunny's done his same show since, I don't, probably the 80s. 1994. Oh, the 90s? Okay, well, yeah. he's been rocking the same set. <laughs> Not unlike some of the Garden Rocks acts, you know. <laughs> well, Liza, I don't, I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, Adam is the local chapter Northern New Jersey president of the Sunny Eclipse fan club. <laughs> Adam, I didn't get a button or anything. You well, you got to seen... be in the north. You got, you got to go to your own chapter, the uh, Southwest Louisiana chapter. Okay, I'll, I'll check that out. I'm sure there is one. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure there's not, but that's okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, the party will take place on selected evenings starting at November 8th through December 22nd, and tickets will range in price from $149 to $199 per person per night. So yeah, that's, that's exciting. It's not that bad. It's, you know, it's in line with other special uh, events uh, like Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it's tough for me because I love the Halloween party because of all the costumes and the people dressing up. But then I do love the Christmas party because I I like the castle lights and mm-hmm. they're really, really pretty. And I like that they give you that soap floating around on Main Street. That's fun. You know, the decorations are, are really nice. They're cute. The fireworks for Christmas, I, I like them better as well because they ruined the Halloween party with that music. I didn't like it. 
So uh, any other uh, special events going on uh, around the parks? Uh, Adam, what else? Uh, I know Epcot usually has some stuff. Epcot Candlelight Processional returns November 25th. That's always a favorite. And every year I'm, I get a little nervous if it's not coming back. The big one that is a big surprise is Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind is going to have a holiday single. Hmm. I think, because it's, it's single means singular, I think it's going to have one song for Christmas. Now, okay. I wonder if it's going to be, is it going to be just one song and you're by chance having to get it mixed in with the other ones? Or is everybody get the one song? I would hope everybody gets the one song. So, so it's got to be something from like the 80s, right? Because wasn't there a soundtrack from the 80s? Eight, yeah, 80s and... 70s? Yeah, much, uh, no, no, it's 80s and a little bit of 90s, I think. Think, right? Isn't Conga like a 90s song? Uh, no, that's, that's an 80s song. That's an it 80s is. song, like a later 80s song. Iran is certainly an 80s song. Um, so it's got to be 80s Christmas. Yeah, and 80s Christmas. 80s. Now, some some people think it's going to be Last Christmas by Wham. <gasps> that's one of my top five <laughs> favorite Christmas songs of all time. <laughs> well, it says that they are trading in their classic hits playlist, so it sounds like you're only going to get the holiday mashup. And that's fine. I, mean, I, I kind of would like it if it was just one of the same song, just for your guarantee to hear it. I hope it's a, I hope it's a song we all know, and it's not some kind of weird Guardians Marvel song that they made up, and it's not gonna make any sense. Like, mm. oh, like a Last Christmas would be great. Uh, oh yeah, it's the best. Liza, you said All I Want for Christmas Is You from Mariah Carey. I would put that in there. Heartbeat. I mean, it could. They could have Christina's favorite. I mean, they've got a lot like Wonderful Christmas Time, the Paul McCartney song that was in the 80s, I think. Um, That's a good one. That's a good one. Or uh, Toto's. Uh, is it Toto? Do they know it's Christmas time at all? Christmas in Africa? That's Live Aid. Band-Aid. Band-Aid. <laughs> Is it really? I thought yeah. it was Toto. No, it's not Toto. It's Band-Aid. Uh... Oh, Band-Aid. Oh, look at that. I, you, oh, know, you learn something run, new every day. Run DMC's Christmas and Hollis. That would be gay. I don't know that one. What? <laughs> yes, you do. I do? <laughs> it's Christmas right? time in Hollis, Queens. Mom's cooking his chicken in college jeans. You don't know that song? Okay, as soon as we get off here, you've got to listen to it. It's a classic. All right, I will. It's really good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to type it right now on my computer. Well, not, yeah, not now, but you got to listen to it later. Anyway, so there's that. Are they doing the holidays around the world again? I'm sure they are. They of course do. they are. And yes. my favorite, the cookie stroll is back. The cookie stroll. I've still never done that. Uh, cookie you know, stroll like, is good. It's a lot of it's a lot of cookie to get a free cookie. I mean, let's be honest. The cookies are good. Like they've had the black and white cookie, which is an excellent cookie, and the Linzer Linzer cookie in the Germany area, which is the shortbread cookie with the jelly in the middle. That's yeah. a good. They always have a standard sugar. Uh, no, they always have a standard gingerbread cookie somewhere. Usually, the free cookie is a standard sugar cookie. Yeah, the throwaway cookie. Throwaway cookie. Because they, I mean, they even sell it in a sealed container thing. So um, the holidays around the world will return. You'll be able to meet Santa Claus 
they're also bringing back the holidays at Animal Kingdom. You'll get the Santa Claus will be on the flotilla, which sounds like a, a Navy. Uh, Tony, you would know this. A Navy uh, wartime maneuver. And then um, I think it sounds like a Mexican dessert. <laughs> nice. Flotilla. Okay, go ahead. That's and the then, Spanish uh, pronunciation of flotilla. <laughs> flotilla. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. He's going to be writing no, on a, like a Spanish pastry. Okay, go ahead. Oh, that's funny. And uh, the Mary, Mary, now help me out here. The Mary Menagerie. You are correct. Which is the North Pole puppets that are in the uh, Discovery Island area and Animal Kingdom. Those will be back. So you'll be able to meet your favorite white fox, polar bear, penguin, penguin puppetry. Yeah, those are life size. They're pretty cool. And that's not all. Because we also get uh, at uh, Hollywood Studios a special festive finale to, for the first time in forever, a Frozen sing-along celebration. Uh, so that's always exciting. It sounds like we've got a special guest coming in through some squeaky door. <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry. Say it again. That was just a... <laughs> no, no, we're going to leave that in. We don't, uh, we don't edit that out. Squeaky door. Okay. That was Santa Claus checking in on us to make sure we're, um, we're all good little that's boys right. and girls. He's making a list, and I heard he's checking it twice. Over at Disney Springs, Town Center will experience a magical snowfall, or snowfall, as uh, as Liza mentioned earlier. Snowfall. <laughs> so there is lots of holiday stuff going on. Uh, of course, Disney will bring in lots of food uh, and merchandise themed to the holidays. Uh, you can be sure of that. Uh, if you do visit the Disney Parks blog, they have a dedicated holiday page where you can get all of your holiday information. Or you can just, uh, you know, maybe catch it on one of our news shows. So uh, very happy to see the holidays returning to somewhat normal or, you know, going back to some of the old things. Glad to see the not so I was going to say not so scary uh, Christmas party, but uh, Mickey's very merry Christmas party returning this year. The reason why they brought it up now is because we're halfway to Christmas, which you don't really think about until somebody tells you that, I guess. They don't mention if the normal decor is coming back to the hotels. I'm going to assume I'm going to go on the assumption. Yes, it will be there. Well, it's funny because they announced the Disneyland stuff and they did announce that the Grand Californian Hotel and Spa that they're seven foot gingerbread house will be returning did this they year really they did that was but i mean so i i i think the chances of the gingerbread houses or gingerbread art or chocolate art uh not returning to any of the resorts is is very slim i think we'll see that uh, as we do normal well, since we got it last year so i don't see why yeah. they wouldn't why they wouldn't continue that i'm excited based on the overlays for the rides at the christmas party and the fact that that parade is there i really like to like that parade it certainly is an interesting idea for that to go to that. It's hard. It's a lot of money, 149 and $199 per person. But the other problem is, too, the dates are always, like, weird. They don't have, like, a Saturday, which is kind of unfortunate. I wish they did, but they do them during the week so that people will go there during the week. It is what it is, I guess. And the last yeah. one is December 22nd, which is a Thursday. Yeah, they're not, they're not going to close the park early on a Saturday night to put a Christmas party in. No, no. All right. All right. Excellent. So happy to see those holidays uh, coming back. You know, we, we talk about the holidays uh, coming back and what's new, but that doesn't mean that that's the only new stuff. Uh, I believe Adam has some new news about one of uh, DVC's properties. Yes. So the Top of the World Lounge has been closed since the reopening, since the pandemic started. 
at Bay Lake Tower, and it is opening July 11th. This is a DVC member-only lounge, and I'm pretty sure it's always been that way. You might have been able to go in if you were staying at that hotel, not as a DVC member, like if you're paying cash or renting points. I believe that used to be the case, but now it's very clear that you have to have the membership card to be able to get in. And to have the membership card, you most likely bought direct DVC, which if you're not familiar, you can buy DVC resale, but there's certain perks that get eliminated if you do that. And one of them is that coveted DVC card, and then you can't get certain perks. Like one of them now is going to be this lounge. So anyway, it is opening July 11th. And it is open from 6 p.m. till midnight. So it's open for prime fireworks viewing of the Magic Kingdom. And it's a first come, first serve. There's no reservations. And the big thing is they are apparently going to be, they have been updating it, renovating it, overlaying it, whatever you want to call it, with a villain's theme. They're calling it technically a villain's layer at Disney's Contemporary Resort. And I guess they're doing that because the contemporary has the Incredibles theme to it now. So I I guess the the villains would be next door. It is kind of funny that that Disney would put the lounge that is for their, you know, their biggest fans that have paid the most money, DVC owners in the villains layer. It's kind of like an odd thing to call that, I guess. Maybe that was an interesting choice. And uh, they're going to have villains themed food and beverage options there, too. It's a place that I, as of right now, cannot get in because I'm not a member. Now, I think we know a couple members, and if they would be willing to let me in, I would greatly appreciate it. <laughs> Chris, Chris would. <laughs> well, do, you, do you know what they're saying the actual backstory on this is? Here's the backstory. Discover the untold story of this covert hideout. It's funny they would put a covert hideout at the top of a tower. That's kind of weird. Of some of Disney's most dastardly villains, even the ruthless Relax. Whether whether pursuing puppies or stealing souls, messing with a mermaid or belittling a beast, evil doing is exhausting. So this so is there. This Ursula is going to be there. <laughs> and so, <laughs> this is actually funny. And since a dishonest day's work is frowned upon by mainstream masses, the deliciously devious decompress away. There's so many like alliterations here from judging eyes, hiding deep underground. Deep under, or on top of the world, swapping stories of sabotage and toasting with tales of terror, the unsavory unwind in places inaccessible to the innocent. Yeah, so it's where they go to hang out. Now, are they actually going to be there hanging out? That would be cool. Maybe. Okay, so are they going to have Gaston and, like Eliza said, Ursula up there? Now, that might be, that would be maybe worth it. That might be worth it. I mean, if you can get in, I mean, apparently you have to have like credentials. You have to have the credentials and it has to, can't be full. I mean, you got to show up there early because That's... I'm sure there are people that are, are hanging out there all day because they've got food and beverage up there. So, well, I'm not trying to brag, but I have been to the DVC lounge in MCI. So if I'm able to get in there, I might have a chance. The DVC lounge. Yeah. I mean, it's the same, same people. You have to have the, well, do they have, get – can you bring a plus one? That's the thing. Can you bring, like, a plus one or a plus two? Um, you can bring one party per day. Hmm. Okay. I, I don't know if they're going to let you bring 18 people with you. No. I, I mean, I didn't think that, but I thought, like, maybe one or two. Here it says guests staying on the membership's reservation may accompany them. So you have to be on the reservation? 
But then it that, also says that eligible members can enjoy the lounge with one party per day. Maybe. Well, okay. maybe that you can't go twice. Why would you? Why would you be able to go twice? That wouldn't make any. That doesn't make. Sense. Am I considered a party? Like, is one person a party? Because one piece of pizza isn't a party. Liza, well, you are always a party. Maybe. <laughs> I know. I know. All right. <laughs> so that. So my. Okay. So I don't. I'm not sure about this, but maybe a member is not an individual, but rather a membership so you can't split like a for example a husband and wife may be considered one member and they can't split up and then bring two separate groups i wonder if that's what that means i don't know because is a who is a member of dvc is it one person per membership or is it you know two owners per membership three owners per membership i don't know I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe I'm overthinking it. But yeah, DVC lounge is really cool. They should have one of those in every park. They should have an AP lounge in every park. But the top of the world lounge sounds like a delight because of the timing. Adam, I think you are overthinking it because there's only one <laughs> thing you need to know. <laughs> You're not getting in. I'm not Exactly. In, nor am I. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to try. Liza might have a chance. She's going to bat her eyelashes at them. She's got a chance. Not you and I. <laughs> I'm going to loiter around the entrance and try to find, but you know what? I tried to get in club 33 last time I was in magic kingdom. Cause I didn't realize it was right there in Adventureland. <laughs> and there's an entrance right there. And there was like four people standing there and I'm sweating. Up. I, it was bad. It was so hot. And I'm like, man, what are you guys doing? And they're like looking at me like, uh, we're not talking to you peasant. <laughs> and then they rang this, doorbell thing and i saw like this thing that said 33 on it. i was like oh is that and then the guy was like how many in your party and they were like four and i was like don't you mean five <laughs> and then they just kind of ignored me and laughed and i was like oh i thought they meant five but they didn't <laughs> anyway i was so hot the air looks so the guy came out wearing a sweater yeah, it's probably like 60 degrees. <laughs> you know how cold it probably was in there? I was just so jealous. He comes out wearing a flippin' sweater. And we're talking, this was a couple weeks ago. That's funny. <laughs> it was sweltering hot. Like, I would have done anything to have that AC. Liza, I would have gladly brought you in with me. Of course. Yeah, I mean, I totally would have brought you too, Tony. But we didn't get in yet. It'll happen one day. Where there's a will... There's an extra $100 bill for someone. <laughs> exactly. I've got a crisp five. <laughs> I've got 100 pennies for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've rolled some change that I found on my floorboard. All right. So uh, Villain's Lair sounds exciting. I, I guess they're going to have some Villain's-themed food and beverages, and uh, it's themed like a Villain's Lair, so you're going to see some of their artwork and some of their clothing and costumes and uh, – you know, I'm, I'm sure it'll be fun. I don't I don't know how long it'll keep that villain's theme, but uh, change is always good. Yeah, that's kind of weird that they're doing it, like, not during Halloween. So you kind of wonder, is it going to, like, revolve into something else, or is it just a permanent thing up there? I would think it's permanent. But wouldn't you get tired of it if you were, like, DVC? I guess, well, I guess they're not going, like, every day. It is a little, I mean, I, only from, from pictures and descriptions, it used to, it was... Um, Bay Lake Tower themed with you know old pictures of monorails and very like you know retro futuristic type like you know mid-century modern um, 
you know going along with the theme of like what the contemporary is and um hopefully a lot of that stuff still kind of sticks too maybe this is just to placate those people who keep uh, wishing for the fifth of villains themed park to go yeah. uh, into the area <laughs> well it's that's a, uh, possible possible so one percent one percent of those people you know Tony, the villains is, the is villains a, are very popular is there a villains like theme thing on the ships and if not there should be um, there is not, but you do see Captain Hook occasionally. Yeah, they're not really so big on the villains. Huh. I mean, right. Captain Hook goes into the kids' club, so how, how villainy is that? Yeah, no, but they need, like, a villain layer, like, adult, like, bar. That would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe on the, oh. the sixth ship that they are allegedly still making. Exactly. Six or seven. Ooh, yeah. speaking of ships, Tony, what's the scoop? Uh, well, the big news is that the Disney Wish has finally arrived in Port Canaveral. Uh, and that was a phenomenal segue, Liza and Adam. Thank so you. I'd like to thank you both for that. Um, she made her way from Bremerhaven, Germany, uh, a quick stop over in the Azores to take on fuel and provisions. Uh, 47, 4,800 miles later, she stopped at Castaway Key, uh, got a day there. Uh, they were able to dock her. And uh, then she made her way and arrived in Port Canaveral on June 20th. Uh, so there was some fanfare there. It was a very early morning arrival, about 5 a.m. Uh, she was greeted by one of the, a couple of the fireboats and some tugboats. And of course, they made a big to-do. Uh, Port Canaveral, uh, the Port Canaveral, Port Authority took some video, had some drones out, so there are some really good shots of the ship coming into port. Uh, Minnie and Mickey were there in Terminal 10, uh, which is across from the Disney terminal, but Disney has uh, the rights to that terminal. They had it all decorated, so Mickey and Minnie were doing little, you know, their little pantomime performances. Um, they had some fireworks going off in the background, uh, so Disney got a little bit of, of press from that, too. Uh, now, she's not scheduled to be uh, christened until the 29th. Uh, and that event will be live streamed uh, across the various uh, media outlets, uh, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. You know, the, the big question there is we don't know who the ship's sponsor is going to be. Uh, the sponsor is also known as the Godmother. Uh, it could be a Godfather. Could it be Neil Patrick Harris? Could it be John Stamos? It should be Marlon Brando if it's a Godfather. It, it could be. I um, hope it's Stamos. Take the ship, leave the cannolis. Um, the, the rumor I heard was... Idina Menzel. Now, see that that sounds nice. Or, or but... as Tron Travolta knows, or as Adele Dazeem. <laughs> um, <laughs> I forgot that is, about that. <laughs> that is that is a good idea, but I think that since uh, Rapunzel is on the back of the ship, it should be Mandy Moore. Mm. Oh, I liked her singing in Rapunzel. I liked her voice. So uh, I think if uh, if that works out, because she's not just. Uh, a voice actress, you know, they, they usually have someone popular. I mean, Mariah Carey was the godmother of the uh, fantasy. What? Uh, Gen Jennifer Hudson was a godmother of one of the ships. So they have a history of uh, singers. Um, so I Probably think like, women, too, because aren't ships mm -hmm. like women? Like ships are referred name? to as women. Yes. Yes. Okay, <laughs> but that doesn't mean there can't be a godfather. There should be a, a or, man at this point. <laughs> But, uh, you know, we're, we're waiting for word on that. But that is scheduled for uh, the 29th of June. Now, the one thing, well, two things that were scheduled, uh, and that was some shakedown cruises. While the ship is seaworthy and has been mostly fitted out, 
Uh, there is some final work that gets done when it arrives in Port Canaveral. They were planning to do that. Um, as well as do two shakedown cruises on January 21st and January 24th. Uh, these are non, these are non-paying guests. So this was uh, DCL cast member families, Disney employees, and unfortunately these first two test cruises were canceled. If you look at Disney's official word, it is because they have pre-christening work to accomplish, so they were not able to take the ship out. I have a question, real quick. Yes. What's a what's a shakedown? Crew, that sounds like something that the cops do when they're busting people for narcotics. So right now, the, sh- the to date, the ship has operated without a uh, guest complement. So it's just been staff members. So for the shakedown crews, they get guests on there, whether they're paying or non-paying, um, and they are able to take them out. So, you know, a waiter will have a full complement of people at his or her tables. There will be guests on the ship utilizing the services, you okay. know. A practice run. It's a run through. Exactly. It's exactly. Okay. Um, so these test cruises were not able to take place. Uh, now, coming up uh, right after the christening, uh, there is a scheduled media and travel agency professional cruise uh, that is scheduled to take place. And, you know, hoping that that gets to go off because I don't think you want to anger a bunch of bloggers uh, or the media. The inaugural cruise which is the first cruise with paying guests, uh, leaves on July 14th, I believe. Um, And that is what is considered the official inaugural cruise. Uh, And I know that Disney is trying to meet that date. They already canceled, I think, 12 to 15 cruises uh, with the month delay. And and, and I think they they don't want to cancel anything else. Uh, So they are working pretty much nonstop to get this ship ready. And uh, hopefully it goes off, you know, without a hitch other than these two canceled cruises. I thought it was uh, three. It's only two. They've officially only canceled the first and second one. Okay. So so that being said, they, they have to have a shakedown cruise prior to, or at least a few run-throughs, right, before they can let the general population in that's been paying. You, you would hope, but I, I don't think at this point they will inconvenience uh, the inaugural cruisers uh, they've already postponed it once for them and people have had to reschedule things yeah you're right that would be hard and it was hard for them to even get it in the first place because didn't that sell out real quick it did it sold out very quickly weren't you um, going to be on that no i was uh, i was scheduled to go originally july 4th but now that's been pushed back to august 15th so mm-hmm. you know as as adam mentioned earlier um, this is the first of three new ships for Disney. Uh, this is their new Trident-class ship. Uh, it's around the same size as the Fantasy. Uh, the difference in these ships are that uh, they run on liquefied natural gas. They're not relying on diesel. I'm not sure what what, what type of gasoline the ship uses, but uh, now it's liquefied natural gas, so that is, uh, that's new. Where do they refill that? Only at the ports in the U.S. Do you correct? Think? Correct. So the Castaway doesn't have like the. They do not have the capabilities. Uh, huh. I know Port Canaveral, Disney, and I believe is it Norwegian. One of the other cruise lines is bringing liquefied natural gas in. So I know they had to modify the fuel distribution system to accommodate liquefied natural gas. I wonder if that comes in from a barge or if that's in a pipeline. I feel like it's not in a pipeline because that's. 
that something's probably going to get delivered there. And then I wonder how much that costs. These are all questions that we'll have to ask on our how to build a cruise ship episode we'll be doing soon. But uh, in all seriousness, that is amazing that they can um, power a whole ship like that. That's crazy. Yeah, so the answer uh, for this is that ships powered by liquefied natural gas are refueled using a ship-to-ship bunkering process uh, that is regulated by the uh, by the Coast Guard. Um, so huh. it does go through a ship-to-ship transfer. Yeah, so so that means it comes from a from a from a barge. Yeah, that, and that makes sense. Now, see, I wonder where that liquefied natural gas comes from. Is that a I know that comes from the north. They get that from Canada, but they might also get it from overseas. Uh, I believe they buy some from the black market as well. <laughs> it's where you get your Song of the South DVDs. They get Song of the South DVDs and liquefied natural gas. <laughs> oh, man, that's crazy. That is that is crazy. They can, They need all that to power those ships. That's crazy. That's a big ship. Yeah. And then everything inside... Like, you know, everyone's plugging in their devices. You know, you got, you know, refrigerators. How many people are on them? Like, gosh. Yeah, but liquid natural gas is the cleanest burning hydrocarbon. That's good. So That's good. It uh, reduces harmful emissions. That's good. And it's safe on a cruise ship, I think, because, like, you're not going to, like, get an accident. Like, cruise ships don't generally don't crash into each other. So Not recently. Yeah. I know they're trying to power cars, some of them, on liquid financial gas, and I believe part of the – I think part of the problem is, is like it's highly combustible. So if there's like an accident, which is more common in a car, then there's a higher risk of explosion. Mm-hmm. But on a ship, you really don't have to worry about that. All right. Well, that's good. And I should say – that the first cruise ship to use liquefied natural gas in the United States in, well, in North America was Carnival Cruise Lines Mardi Gras. And they've been doing that since March of 2021. Wow. Mardi Gras. You hear that, Liza? Oh, yeah. That's you. That's, that's Carnival your Carnival Mardi Gras. That's a party right there on Carnival. Yeah. You can party in the Mardi Gras. So speaking of parties, I, I think it's uh, about time we wrap up this little news party. And uh, hope that everything continues to go well with the wish. I, I wanted to just mention, speaking of parties, we did have a winner in our Universal Orlando Resort Vacation Contest. Oh, excellent. And who was that? That was Katrina Ikovachi. Ikovachi. I think that's how you pronounce your name. Congratulations, <laughs> Katrina. You and three of your uh, favorite people, or your least favorite people, depending upon what kind of trip you want to have, are going to go to <laughs> Universal Orlando uh, Resort for free. And what a coincidence. There are three hosts to this show this evening, so maybe she could bring us. There we go. Us. Let's do it. Maybe Katrina has a DVC car, too, and she can go to the top of the lounge, top of the world lounge. She'd have to drive over from Universal, but that's okay. It's all right. We'll figure it out. We can do yeah. So excellent. Great news, uh, Adam. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, and of course, that contest was in partnership with our friends over at the Fairy Pod Mothers. Uh, so if you get a chance, you might want to download their podcast as well. 
Uh, they're uh, some nice ladies and great travel agents, uh, which reminds me that, the, uh, as always, I'd like to remind our listeners that our podcast is sponsored by Main Street and More Travel, an authorized Disney vacation planner. Check out their website, MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com. Request a quote and let Chris and her team plan your family's next vacation, whether it be to see the Christmas uh, events in Disney World or Disneyland or even maybe a Disney cruise on the new Wish. Uh, You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search on the Mouse and More podcast. On behalf of Liza and Adam, this is Tony, and we are the Mouse and More podcast. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.